have future wager at 50 to 1. You do. I got another 25 to win. If I don't get the first leg warrant, I, I just walk home. I'm just straight out the door. I'm gone. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another big edition of the Two Units podcast. My name's Nick Foote. Joining me, as always, is Twitter's favourite form analyst, The Sultan. We've got a huge ep today as we uh, gear up for Group 1 Racing in Brisbane. Uh, we're going to The Sultan's Supper Returns, our new award-winning segment, uh, we've got salt specs from all around Australia. And then we'll round out the show with our two units, our best bets as usual. Um, but joining me, Salty Boy. Footy, nice to be here, listeners. Welcome how, back. How's things, mate? How, how did the... Uh, you're over at my house tonight. I for am, the yes. And uh, we had the footer house steak tonight. <laughs> yes, it went down very well, mate. We washed it down with a, a nice bottle of wine I brought along. I've called it the salts cab sav rocker. <laughs> <laughs> so just with a little less hair on the shoulders, but good from outside 50. It was, yeah, a, it was a nice drop, wasn't it? We had to say it's booted me 60. <laughs> um, that's good, mate. A um, huge weekend of racing in review. Um, yes. Weekend just gone. And we're going to touch on the Group 1 performances a little bit later in the show. They might be at the uh, at the supper, maybe. We don't, yeah, you know, who, spo- who knows? No, no spoilers. No spoilers, mate. No spoilers. Um, one that I do want to talk about straight off the top, mate, is... Uh, Lost and running. John O'Shea's come out during the week, said best sprinter I've ever trained. Well, of course, there's going to be some some ham and mayo chucked on that sandwich because lost and running is going for an ever Everest slot. So if he's coming out and saying that it's the best sprinter he's ever trained, then maybe slot holders are paying attention. But at the end of the day, the horses only lost one race and it was by a whisker at Canterbury. If... If you look back over the career of other Group 1 stars, they've all got to start somewhere. And really, you can't do much more than, than what he's done. And he's on an upward spiral and the win on the weekend rated well. So why can't he, in another he's only in his second prep, have a spell and, and keep improving? So yes, for me, if he comes back, then he's earned a spot. Yeah, mate. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was I was actually looking at the little futures markets prior to prior to jump, you know, and I've got a bit of a bee in my bonnet about the futures markets and yeah. the prices they offer, and we might talk about that at some point. But um, yeah, I think it was twenty one dollars prior to jump for the for the for Everest. the Everest. Yeah, without You're even having a me. slot. So yeah, there's well, not much meat on the bone in those markets, Saltsy, and it's just nah, a little graph of mine. It's a real sort of uh, chewed at lamb shank that one <laughs> with no meat on it. <laughs> Mate, what about on the weekend? I backed this thing and, and we were both on it on the sunny coast. Perfect deal. Mm. And I've never, like we were saying, we are texting each other, this thing's got cardiac arrhythmia. It was a 1,400-metre race and I've never seen a horse hard-ridden for 1,400 metres and still win. It, yeah, it was off the bit the whole way. I just can't. I just still can't believe it's one. It was yeah. just unbelievable. Yep. So it got me thinking about times you've thrown your ticket in the bin because I, I threw my ticket in the bin. A few other people on Twitter said they actually... Turn the TV off in disgust. <laughs> like, who's this wanker dipping this? Yeah. It stinks. They've turned their TV off and then checked their accounts and, yeah. and the winnings are in there. So, times that you've thrown your ticket in the bin and the horses come from the clouds. Yeah, I'd love to say um, Chautauqua on a few of those, but I don't think I was ever on board in those uh, yeah. absolute, you know. We backed him in a VRC sprint one day and uh, I think it might have been his last time he got out of the gate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. The one that springs to my mind and we were there together with um, with a few of our mates and that was uh, Toes and Stardom from the Sky. 
in yeah. the McKinnon stakes. Was on, it drops from the clouds yeah, or from the sky or something from Matt those, Hill? Yeah. Some of Matt Hill's finest oh, though. Mate. But we were all, there was about 10 of us and we were the flattest blokes ever at the 600, oh. parked away and then we are like, oh, what's going on here? And just jump, literally jumped out of the ground. If we could paint the picture for people that are familiar with Flemington, when you walk in straight ahead from the main gate, is this massive tree and we parked ourselves under that tree for the day and we called it the tree of wisdom because <laughs> we, we got a winner to start with so we're like all right we're not moving yeah. and yeah we we almost set fire to the thing <laughs> that was good mate speaking of getting uh speaking of getting a little bit um of anxiety and racist <laughs> i intercepted some of your mail this week and i'm not talking about Male as in race for Dapto dogs. I'm talking about <laughs> some Australia Post mail, and you've ordered yourself one of those weighted calming blankets, mate. How's, how's that treating you? <laughs> well, what about no? I got the message. I got that message, and I ran it past you at work. I said, "What's going on here? They this Oz Post sort of FedEx style wants me to pay some three dollar customs bill, and this." This is an Australian company, and I was about eight stages through it. I was about to give some Nigerian prince me credit card. Yeah, but yeah, no, I got this calming blanket. It's it's nine kilos. Yeah, I thought because at night, like in winter, I like having the fan on, and I like having a blank couple of blankies on, and just like feeling secure. And it popped up in my Facebook ads, and I've and I've I've gone real boomer style and actually (laughs) bought something off a Facebook ad and it rocked up and I picked it up, mate. And it was like doing a a 200 kilo deadlift and it was too small. Um, I think I'm going to send it packing, but it'd be be good to wear for the last sort of 400 in the perfect deal race. Maybe maybe it's actually tax deductible to wear in the last leg of the quaddy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I might keep it for the last look of the quad. Too good. <laughs> yeah, but I won't name the company, but I'm sending it packing. It's, it's a bit too small for old salty boy. Mate, very exciting, actually. We're introducing a new segment this week, and we've called this segment Footy's Fodder. <laughs> <laughs> so, Footy, tell us about what this is, mate. Well, mate, all the fans have been screaming out for... um. A segment named after footy. It's been loud. It's in demand. So I've just put together a segment based on just general punting fodder. So some idle chit-chat salts, things that just pop up each week. And something that came to my mind this week, and I don't know if any of our listeners out there receive, um, you know, constantly receive mail via their group chats or whatever. But last week, I think it was Thursday, we received some mail around set the sales at Geelong. And that was the Price and Kent trained um on, on debut there, ridden by Jamie Carr. And it got me thinking. That was a sick that was a sickest beat, by the way. It was it, it was, was just Rick as, McIntosh was as calling a, and he goes, That was an absolute certainty. <laughs> yeah. As a side note. Yeah. But that's not part of the segment. Yeah. So I've been thinking, Salts, what's the weirdest punting mail you've ever received? Well, we're in we've got like a punk club, like what what group of mates doesn't? And each week, a couple of people have a turn for punting. And this bloke missed his turn on a Saturday. And it was like Sunday morning. And he said, boys, I've got some mail for Hippodromo Chili. <laughs> and I'm, I'll, it's like, it's our money. We want to make money for our end of year party. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'll send it. I'll send it pack. And I'm like, mate, we're not going to Hippodromo Chili. Find something at Ballarat or something. General consensus said, all right, he can follow his mail. 
and it won. And it was paying like seven bucks. <laughs> yeah, AUD, mate. It was what? outrageous mail. So Hippodromo Chili is pretty weird. Any, that, that's weird. Have you received any other This one was, weird? was via you and some of your Tassie connections. Mm. We, you got wind of a Tasmanian soccer moral. And <laughs> we ended up watching this. Recall this. <laughs> yeah, we, we watched it on YouTube. <laughs> that's right. It was a live stream on YouTube. It was a Friday night. And yeah, it was Friday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not one for mail. I like if like if I get mail or something, I then go and look at the jump out. I I investigate it. I just don't put my money somewhere blindly. But this was hot mail that the Devonport Strikers (laughs) had had a flu go through the camp, (laughs) and the Hobart Zebras were like five bucks or something in a head-to-head race and the strikers had the flu go through the camp and, and we had a go at the at the uh and, at the zebras and the bookies didn't adjust their markets no, accordingly the, the bookies they didn't have the inside info and, and it got up yeah and it, it was good mate what about you yeah so i've got a, i've got a couple of classics i've got one sitting in my bet slip at the moment i crack up every time i see it because it's it's master chef mail <laughs> <laughs> and I've got it? who's going to make the best gravy. Well, this is I've honestly I can I can I can swear that I've never even watched an episode of MasterChef. It was probably a great show, but mm-hmm. um, go Justin at two dollars seventy five yeah. fixed. What's he into? Yeah, um, I think he's into yeah like a dollar fifty or something. You, I think he's been I think he's been crunched in the market. Yeah, that's a real Brad Davidson. You've set you've gone with the mail to your followers in the group chat, and you've set the price off on Justin. <laughs> yeah, <I have. laughs> hey, the other mail I received recently too, which is a little bit weird and fits in nicely, is some Tasmanian politics mail. So, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about my Tassie politics mm. results, but I was nailing how many Labor seats were won in the electorates of Clark and Franklin. And I don't reckon too many people can nail those. And uh, we had an absolute fill up on the Tassie politics recently. You, so. you did give those to me and I just was like, oh, I just refused to put my hard earn on that. And then they saluted and I was honestly a little bit jealous. <laughs> so I want our listeners to tweet insults yeah, and, give us, and give us some of the weirdest punting mail they've ever received. So um, they're some of ours. And I reckon footy's fodder has just got off to a flyer. It's a skyrocket. It's it's upwards and trending, yeah, isn't it? It could be back in the next four weeks. We'll see. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, but let's move on to this is one that's been, we've had great interactions since this came up, and that is the Sultan's Supper. So this is where we review the performances of the week, Salts, and basically we decide who gets a seat at the Sultan's table and who we send packing and doesn't get a seat at the Sultan's table. So, mate... Who are we inviting this week to have supper with us? Mate, it's harder to get a seat at the Sultan's table than it was the first week restrictions eased in Melbourne at a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) You had to book 38 weeks in advance. We're going to need QR codes for the Sultan's supper. (laughs) (laughs) All right. First up on the Sultan's supper, I've got Kelvin and Tony McAvoy. So they received Savatou XL from... The territory, and they brought him over to win the Balaclava Cup, which was a mile race. They said to Connections, "Okay, we want to train him as a sprinter." They said, "Okay, absolutely." They brought him over at an Alice Springs dirt galloper, trained him as a sprinter, and he's now won two consecutive races at Group Three level, and now he's a Group One set weights and penalty um, sprint winner. So they get a seat at the table because that's a that's an outstanding training performance and congratulations oh. to Connections and anyone that backed it. Well, I was, <laughs> until, <laughs> until you threw that in, I was going to say, and congrats, Salts, for tipping that yeah. on the show last week too. 20, 
21 bucks um i think it sp'd in the end so that's mm. that's just out outrageous yep. stuff so really well done there mate um so we got calvin and tony at the table on yep. either side of the sultan no one cheek each <laughs> Cheeky, you're a tough man. <laughs> no, nah, right. they can sit either side of the Sultan. Okay, who get, who else gets a full, full another trainer, mate, and another one that has has received the horse from another stable, and that's Joe Pride. So Eduardo, he's now won two Group Ones for Joe Pride, and one at a handicap and and one at weight for age at eleven and twelve hundred meters respectively. He he was a galloper with his fair share of issues. Like he's always had an engine. He's always been very fast. But to get him from another stable with those issues and sort those out and, and get him to be a multiple Group 1 winner, I think it's an outstanding training effort. This is a horse that, obviously not under Joe Pride's training, but he's won his maiden at Mowy mm. of all places. And he's ended up in, in the New South Wales stables there of Joey Pride. And he's a multiple Group 1 winner. So I think that's outstanding training. And Joe Pride is, is renowned for getting tried sprinters and turning them into beasts. So he gets a seat at the table for I sure. Love it. That win on the weekend too, Salts. That was just some gutsy, gutsy, yeah, gutsy yeah. stuff. It, he he rated well off what he had in the past. So things behind, I'm not sold on anything in behind him. Yeah. Well, he um, had every right to fold up, and he's like he, he was, did. He yeah. was gone at the 200. Well, I honest, that's it still guts it out. Actually, now that I think of it, I bought that calming blanket the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so I reckon I might have needed yeah. it. What about you, mate? You you're always at the table, yeah. So you can bring along some guests. So I have one of the one of the more intriguing invites this week, Salts, because I don't know where to send the invite to for this one. All right. So I went up to my local food works um, last week. Would have been Friday, Mm. and uh, as I walked into my local food works, I saw um, a guy was staring at me in the in the chockey aisle. I was bypassing the chockey aisle to go and get a kombucha. Just to live, just as a side note. Oh, is that right? What yeah. time of night? Was um, and he was smiling at me, and I was sort of giving him a nod, and he's and he's smiling and he's nodding, and he flicks his phone around, and he's got the AirPods in, and he flicks his phone around, and he's listening to the Two Units podcast, <laughs> and then we've just cracked up, we've fist bumped, which I never fist bumped You're anyone. Not a fist bump. I'm not a fist bumper. You're a hugger. We fist bumped, and we went our separate ways, and it was the greatest thing ever. And the only I've never seen this guy in my life, and the only recognisable feature. On him was the uh, Japanese Japanese koi? fish, the koi fish yeah. tattoo. So I was I was feeling pretty pumped about that salts. But yeah. I'm uh, if koi fish man, hopefully he's liked the app last yeah. week and he's listening again. You got a seat at the supper, brother. <laughs> Shout out to koi fish man, <laughs> yeah. mate. Your dairy milk and trending. <laughs> <laughs> Food works global, mate, <laughs> mate. I know how you feel. Like I often go down to my local Woolies and I'm signing autographs and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's not an easy life being in the spotlight, but we make do, don't we? Of course, mate. And I've got another invite too, not just Koi Fish, man. I've got two invites this week. Um, and Jan McMillan gets a seat this week. She's a uh, she's a breeder, an owner breeder from Gympie. Mate, my old man was born in Gympie. Queensland born and bred brother. Okay. Yeah. Salt, salt and bloodlines in Gympie. Yeah. I like it. So um, she owns the unbeaten three-year-old gelding Orbison. Um, and she was offered, I don't know if anyone saw the the run of Orbison on on Sunday wasn't it a dollar one? Yeah, it was it was it was absolutely explosive Did too. You back well, it? Well, I say explosive. Oh no, no, walked in. No one touched it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it looks like it's got a little bit under the hood. So mm. um, after this race, I think it's won its last couple of starts by a combined fourteen lengths or something. Um, but yeah, she was offered one point one mil from uh, Honkers, and she absolutely sent Honkers packing. So I think she said I wouldn't even accept five 
five times that amount yeah or that was so, it she wouldn't accept 10 million yeah <laughs> she'd send 10 million packing yeah Good on her. yeah there you go so um jan with with those sort of pockets gets a seat at the table yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah jan <laughs> bring bring a nice bottle of wine or scotch or something with you jan but you're welcome nice mate i think uh anyone else for the supper or is that no nah, that's out? it mate we've got a full that's a select table we can't go on for too long it is it is and uh what we will what we'll do now salts is we'll go to a short break and then we'll come back with salts specs to get some into some tipping action top sport is bringing you something that's better than the best and better than the rest it's best of the best multis your top odds are guaranteed just place a best of the best multi across any Saturday Metro meeting to score yourself the top fluck or top dividend from the three national totes on each leg. How's that for top dollar? Download the app today and bet your way. Visit topsport.com.au. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Best of the best not available WA races. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back, listeners. Time for Salt's Specs, part of the show where we're going to take a look at cards at Flemington, Murray Bridge, Doombin, and Rose Hill today. So they're covering the four major states as we like to do. And it looks like they're going to be good tracks everywhere as well, Saltsy. Yes, mate, absolutely. It's the absolute good four edition yet again. Good stuff. Hey, well, we'll start at um, HQ. We'll start at Flemington. And there's race. You've got a tip here for us in race one, the Blue Ant X5 party speaker plate for the three-year-olds. Over to benchmark seventy eight. How's that, mate? I think if you win, you get like a, a on a VIP list at some sort of uh, house music disco or something. <laughs> well, it's an extraordinary name for a race, and and it, that's why we've put it in there because I reckon that's funny. Um, but yes, race one at Flemington headquarters. God, it was God. It's nice to be back there, isn't it? Mm. Uh, I like Pride at Jenny. I, I liked her very much last start, and if you can't forgive her last start effort, then you're one of the least forgiving operators on the planet, mate. She was uncharacteristically slow away, trapped deep, raced very keen, and then and pulled up with EIPH. So that's a, a major forgive. And she actually ran quite well considering made up a bit of ground late. The fresh one was a beauty at this trip against the pattern of the day, stuck to the inside at Caulfield, which was quicksand. So she can bounce back, mate, and, and she can go to the front again in this. So... I'm willing to forgive her prior to Jenny. Four bucks forty, she is. Nice four forty on Top Sport. Excellent. Hey, Salts. Black book alert. Black book. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of horses in my black book, but this is one that I chucked in there last start, and it's in this race, and it's called Electric Bell. Uh, you're getting nine dollars and three dollars about this um, this horse that's progressing nicely through the grades at the moment. Absolute barnstormer of a finish at Sandown. Uh, last start over the 1300, I think, and then yep. now up to the 1400 here at headquarters. And Will Price, um, yeah, rode it really cold out the back last start. Absolute treat. Loomed over the top. I, I can't say no to that. To Mate, my it book. wasn't even in the screen with 200 to go. Yeah. I'm... That, the overall figure that it produced to win that race was quite good and, and has it going well here. Um and I obviously noticed that that run as well. So I looked into it. I feel like it was it was a good run. Don't get me wrong. It, it looked like it was a bit more visually impressive 
versus the clock. What did the clock? I, did what were the numbers? It just in wasn't. Terms of it was home. Maybe so it wasn't very high rating. The ones <laughs> up the front were stopped. It looked like it come home in in nine flat. It looked like the fastest last two hundred of the decade. Yeah, it, it was, was the so, fastest last two hundred so since Hummer Hummer beat your nag there. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's good to know. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm going on the uh, on the eye there. So it'll be letting rip. Yeah, I will hope so. Um, one v one, mate. Yeah, it could be. I'm still waiting for my six pack of Melbourne bitters from you. So, but I'm not willing. What that Savrock I want to know. <laughs> I'm not willing to put them on the line. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on to uh, race four, which is a benchmark eighty four over the twenty five hundred meters. You've got one here, mate. I do. I like harder puissance. It has an excellent platform for this trip. It's been up a while. It's had a few runs at 2,000 metres so, and plus. So getting to 2,500 metres, it's it's absolutely fit. And of course, it's in the right yard for a trip over 2,000 metres. Maren Eustace print money at these trips. It was desperately unlucky last night. And sorry to bring it up, mate, but you know all about it. In yeah. the Warrnambool Cup, it was mm. held up badly, patterned against, barged out. Johnny Allen got a suspension from it. Absolutely barged out. And found the line really well, but you guessed it here, mate. Car first time. Yeah. That's... And that's that's enough for me. The horse is going well. The horse is going to eat this trip and it gets Jamie first time and it's trained by Myron Eustace. It's the best bet at Flemington, Harder Puissance. I'm, I'm 100% with you and it's also, I'm, it's also going to be my best bet at Flemington too. Um, I want to ask you about Jamie Carr first time and I noticed a couple of tweets that you've sent out this week you sort of refer to Jamie Carr's in the price so we've got harder percents here at 240 do you think 240 is the right price or is Jamie Carr having an impact on that Jamie Carr is having Carr first time is having an impact on the price let's look at last week Brooklyn Hustle was 310 into 240 and but that was all late betting this this has just gone up 240 to account for that but also I said about that nag today at uh, Ballarat. I forgot the name. I said yeah. cars in the price and it won by like four lengths. So yeah. um, it's in the price for good reason. That one actually drifted from 250 out to three and it bolted in. So it's in the price, but it's because it's more likely to win, mate. So I'm happy to take it. Yeah, awesome, mate. Um, race eight, the Hilton Nicholas, the straight six. So this is the listed 1200 meter race at HQ. You've got a, uh, you got a tip there as well. I do. Um, I got a query here on Streetcar Stranger at 1,200 metres. That had car on it last start and it got the suck run. Mm. It's one that I've always thought just loves tracking a hot speed and has a nice sharp sprint at the end of that. I'm not sold on 1,200 metres down the straight. could often feel like a little bit more. I just think it's under the odds. I think the one here is Ocular and that's at about 6.50 at the moment with Top Sport. He has come back in superb order. It was a certainty beaten at Cranbourne Fresh. Dominant winner last start at the Bull. The last 6-4-2 was electric. And for a horse that eventually gets out to 1,400 metres and, and has ratings that it's proven at the seven furlongs, 1,000 to 1,100 to now 1,200 third up is a lovely, lovely progression. Only had one go down the straight and went really well considering actually pulled up lame. So and he ran a, he ran a good race and he's pulled up lame. So I think the straight's no problem. He's going to get a nice suck run just off the pace, and I think he's got a boomer of a turn of foot and he's come back in great order. So I think Ocular is a good bet at the six fifty in the eighth at Flemington. Outstanding stuff. So the three tips well, plus my my one that makes it four. Quick math. 
Yeah, good math, mate. Uh, at Flemington for the weekend. We'll move on to the card at Murray Bridge. Just the just the one tip in Adelaide this week. Are yeah. we, um... Spoiler alert. There, <laughs> might be, there might be one coming later, mate. Yeah. But just the one for the salt specs. Race six. Um, sheesh, the carnival drops off. When the carnival leaves town, the racing on Saturday <laughs> drops off. We've got a benchmark 68 here on a Saturday. <laughs> that said, it, it's like I said about the two group ones last week, you know, that they might we might not think they're the best group ones ever, but hell we'll find the winners. And I, I think I found the winner of this race here, Great Diviner. The debut win was stupid. It was so good. It was held up badly and then just absolutely came from the clouds. The turn of foot over the last hundred on a dime was exceptional. The recent jump out here at Murray Bridge was a beauty and, and hit the line real well. And um, I think tracking this hot speed over a thousand metres at Murray Bridge, that big wide shoot start at Murray Bridge, the open expanse is really going to suit her to wind up and run on. So that's great, Diviner. And the sixth at Murray Bridge, mate. At 5.50 on top sport. Hey, how good's the shoot start? How good's the oh, Murray Bridge mate. track? Let's look at the two the two main metro tracks in Adelaide. Morpherville is very consistent in terms of... I know the first few days of the carnival were, were inside, but if we look at a 12-month snapshot, it is a very fair track, Morpherville, course proper. And then the second track, Murray Bridge, is an absolute cracker. Fair starts from, from all the starts open spaces you can lead you can run on at murray bridge that new murray bridge tracks one of one of the if not the best track yeah i love it oh. i love punting there yes it, you brilliant. feel like you get if you yep. back the best horse you get a look yep that's what i love unlike oak bank where you got to really turn around like a sharp corner yeah well where i back that thing and it fell over <laughs> yeah, literally right. fell that over that was chosen blocked. yeah yeah that was a how did that go against that, bo ross and that was <laughs> The form one line of Bo Ross one, finished but, down the track, but one ended up in a group one and the other fell over it. Oh, it's one of the more extraordinary <laughs> foot form lines of all time, that one. Uh, hey, let's go to Queensland. And this is where uh, the Premier Racing is at the moment, Saltsy Boy. And we're going to kick things off in race one, which is a benchmark 80 over the 2000. Shout out to people from Gympie, where my old man was born. Wandai, where he grew up, and, and Kingaroy, where I got family there in southeast, southeast Queensland. Shout out to all the Queenslanders. Race one at Queensland, benchmark 80, 2,000 metres. Did you just say that? Yeah. Anyway, we're all over it. Nah, that's cool, mate. Go for it. The Prince. Prince of Aragon. Back in superb order, and he's flying for the new stable. Two from two, this prep for the new stable. Excellent win first up at 1,500 metres. And then for a stayer second up, I thought maybe 15 to 1,600 metres wasn't quite enough progression, but he had the run up the inside, which might have been inferior ground, but he had the run and he absolutely bolted in at Gosford last start. And this is a stayer that's well and truly on the up and ready for 2,000 metres third up. So I think Prince of Aragon, Willow takes a ride. Ooh, the red boots. Yeah, or red boots, Willow. What does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll go with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Prince of Aragon in the first at Doombin. Nice. And uh, getting about $4 there on Top Sport for Prince of Aragon. Giddy up. Hey, race five is the group three for Phillies and Mares. Set weight penalties over the mile. You've got one here as well. Yeah, a, just a little bit of a smaller bet. So three quarts of a unit. I'll have on Legay Soleil. Way up in class here from, from the midweeks on, on the Kenzo. But this is a mare that's well and truly on the up and she's capable and her figures stack right up. So at the end of the day, you might be up in class, but if you're running the time, sectionals, figures, 
alter this weight, then theoretically you're measuring up. The return was a beauty at 1400 and then she stayed at 1400 second up and was an absolute moral beaten. The last four two was electric. Looks like a set play, two at 1400. She looks like a miler. I think she'll run a new career peak here at 1600 metres and although up in class, J-Max sticks and I think she measures up Legay Soleil in the fifth. I'm with you, mate. Yeah, 100%. You like um, her? Yeah, I, well, I we're do. big on the sectionals, particularly late, and late she let go through and, the line. And yeah. she's a winner. I think she's had nine career yeah. starts for five wins. So yeah, she, she loves to win races. Yeah. So Legay three quarters of a unit. We should rename the show. 0. 0.75 <laughs> units. Mate, we're much better than that. Come on, mate. We're 1.25 units better than that, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, hey, the race race seven, which is the feature race, the group one on the day, the Doombin Cup, wait for age over the 2000. Um, some familiar faces in this race that we've seen uh, over the last over the last few weeks, Salty Boy. Um, where, are you, where are you sitting in the group one? I'm very keen on the favourite here, Zaki. Mm. And I, I just simply refuse to overlook that last start win at the Gold Coast over 1,800. It was just completely dominant. The The last 50 metres was soft as butter. And when you look, what's turning the tables on him from that? I'm, I'd argue nothing. Mm-hmm. Good luck. The other one is the fresh meat on the scene is uh, Mugatu. But you can sort of tie those in from the Doncaster. And this boy was outrageous in the Doncaster. This was his Australian debut. He covered ground, was wide without cover, weaved a passage passage home and, and let rip. Was good second up, wide gave weight. And Annabelle Nisham, well, let's look at trainers in their infancy in terms of going out as a sole trainer. She, the respect she's got so early in her, in her career. She's a proper group one trainer. I backed... Something a couple of weeks ago at Warwick Farm because it was first up. Catanabia it was. Because it was trained by her. She gets them ready. Now, I know this thing's been in work a little while now, but she gets them ready. And from all reports, this thing's thrived out of that run. So, chews up 2,000 metres, handles any ground, two bucks sixty. I'll take that, mate. Because the only thing that could turn the tables is that fresh blood Mugatu. But this thing's fitter. And Where do you see, where do you see the dragon? Sir Dragon, eh? where do you see where where does yeah. yeah I'm not I'm not entirely sure I'm not sure maybe Fresh is I'm not sure if Fresh is best for him mm-hmm. I know he's in a great stable for two thousand meters with run space they get run space very very accurate that stable but I, I, his figures didn't quite have him in the same ballpark he, he needs to run a proper PB to match that last start of of Zaki and he needs to do it off off a break and and a likely afterthought from that carnival and it's i know he won he won well on the good track so maybe he's put that to bed but yeah not for me i'm, I'm very keen on zaki mate awesome well summed up all right let's head to rose hill now we've got a couple of tips at rose hill this week the first one is in race three uh, a benchmark 72 over the 1500 meters yeah there's a bit of a trend happening at the moment with sydney metro meets where they're very difficult to look at in advance I'm talking Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. There's lots of big fields, lots of emergencies. The Queensland Carnival has really depleted the ranks of these Sydney Metro races on the Saturday. So there's just two races I've looked at. And um, until I see those field sizes come down and know who's going where, I might have another couple of plays. But we'll see how we go. But third race at Rose Hill, uh, Saint of Katowice. So... 
if we look at its form guide, two backers won a Swan Hill Maiden. Then it's gone to Kyneton, one of 58. It's not exactly what jumps off the page for a Saturday Metro race, but when you look at what's hard in the market here, this is basically a provincial grade race on a Saturday in the Metro anyway. So he looks to have found his feet real nicely here in Australia for Marin Eustace. Significant weight release from that 58 coming up in class. And, and Timmy Clark goes on, maps the stalk and pounce. And 1,500 metres is a big yes from me. The other one in the market here is meant to miss on. I was on in at Newcastle last night and he walked in. Off, he, he crossed. It didn't. It looked like he worked harder to cross than what he actually did. And he, he had a fair bit of pace up front and then kicked off that. So right at the end of 1500 meters if it's more genuinely run i'm not completely sold on mensa missile and i think saina katowitz is the one that looks like it's just bursting for this trip so i'm going to side with that mate cool mate and you get it about five dollars fifty on yeah that, that's not bad because i know it's, it's an open market yeah well I, that's because of it's gone from swan hill made into cotton 58 and that's in the price but it's raw it's figures that it's running have it favorite so yeah, that I'll back that at the five fifty. Cool. And uh, race four as well. There's a benchmark seventy eight there over the twelve hundred. Yeah, so I am power here. He raced Blondo, and they were both first up last start. I am power was on Australian debut, coming over from Hong Kong, I think it was. So he meets Blondo two and a half kilos better from their last start clash, and the margin was unfair. Blondo was dominant. Yeah, Blondo was, should have won. It was, yeah. it was it was a rightful winner, but the margin was unfair, and I, I feel like the ride on Blondo was brilliant as well. He, he boxed in Iron Power. Iron, Iron Power became very unbalanced coming onto heels, and then once he balanced up, it's only a short straight at Gosford, so you don't have long to balance up. He really let rip once he balanced up. I think a bigger track suits. If you look at his overseas for, form, a firmer track suits. And at these prices, mate, he's six bucks and... What do you what you got that what do you got Blondo there? Dollar dollar ninety five. Dollar ninety five. I think he's worth playing at that six dollars to turn the tables, given that the margin was unfair and, and a couple of other things like a good track and a bigger track being on his side. So I'm happy to play Iron Power in that. I'm always really intrigued to see Salts when you do tip something that's raced something in that race that's beaten at last start. Mm. And so I think we had Mozzie Monster and Ana Visto. Ana Visto, yeah. yeah, a few weeks ago. Quite, and it's yeah, and like, oh, hindsight's amazing. So, But yeah. I always find it interesting where you weigh up, where you're like, well, two and a half kilos, this is the track compared to, you know, Gosford compared to Rose Hill, yeah. all the things that tick through the, that uh, that brain of yours to sort of work out um, what you're going to put on top. Yeah, well, quite often as well, you, you do come back after the race and you're like, oh, okay, well, that thing did beat at last start so maybe it was obvious but yeah this one's more about the price if blondo's three bucks fifty i'm backing it yeah of course but yeah. I, i'd rather play this six dollars for iron power yep yeah no, sweet man hey uh good set there of salts specs for this week plenty of tips um salty boy we got out there in the atmos but time to move into the two units part of the show where we uh give our best bets and our best value bets around the country hey some pretty exciting news this week mate i'm proud to announce that we've formed a partnership with living legends so uh, what we're going to do is each each week on the show we're going to stake a hundred dollars on one of our best bets 
and all of our winnings will go to Living Legends to support all the terrific work that they do, promoting life after racing for all the horses, as well as uh, connecting the retired greats with the community too. So they're based out at uh, Woodlands Homestead, Saltsy, which is 20 minutes just out of Melbourne. And uh, I'm going to head out there on Sunday. I'm going to take the kisses and cheese. Um, Cheese and kisses. Cheese and kisses. We're going to... It's good though. There's got some great horses out there that actually drew me into racing. So looking forward to seeing uh, Apache Cat. Yeah. Well, if, you know, I think he's a bit crook at the moment actually. But oh. Prince of Penzance, Efficiency out there. One of my Tassie faves, the Cleaner. Yeah, geez, he yeah. broke some arts, the Cleaner, didn't he? <laughs> Front running jet. Who are you going out there with, mate? Yeah, I'm taking the... I'm taking. Oh, that's... You just said that. The, the, the kisses and cheese. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. Oh, good invite, mate. Oh, Claire's the third wheel in this relationship, isn't she? Yeah, I know. But if <laughs> but if I sort of... When spring carnival rolls around oh, and she goes, oh, why, why are you going to the races every day with the boys? I'm like, hey, I took, <laughs> I took you out to Living Legends <laughs> at Woodlands Homestead for a scone. <laughs> so... Mate, when, you, when you said, oh, we've got Living Legends on board the podcast, I thought to myself... I'm already on. Oh, here he is. <laughs> nah, it's great to have them on board. They do great work out there. So, yeah, but hopefully we get some winners. Well, and we've got to get some, some winners to, yeah. to get them some cash. And, yeah. and our two-unit segment, that's what we do. Go for I, it. I'm going to kick things off. My best bet of the weekend comes in Doombin, uh, comes Doombin Race 8, and that's the Group 3 Sprint over 1350. And I'm siding there with Garibaldi. So, last start was first up and fended off Fender. Over the 1,200 <laughs> metres at Eagle Farm. It was a big don't argue. Um, gets to the 1,350 this week, so big tick there. This horse does have the tendency to get back in races, Salts, but there's uh, plenty of speed engaged here and uh, Group 1 bossies on board, and he should get a nice cut into the race from five. So he's one of those guys that gets home and flashes late, but 1,200 1350s really tip me into this here with group one bossy and the good draw. So Garibaldi at $3.80 for me. Yeah, his, his late sections and to the eye was like, he was a certainty beat last start back the rail. So yeah, that, that was a flashing light if you've ever seen it. I think Doombin should play quite fair this week as well. Played much fairer than what I thought it would last week and the rail only comes out another two meters. So they'll be able to run on mate. Brilliant. Good to hear. My value best salts. So the old one by three stakes coming you out again. You are running hot with these one by threes, yeah, aren't you? I, I do love a one by three yeah. stake. Who was my chill with TJ last week, Jamie Carr? Yeah. Just piffed him over That third. might have only been like SP'd, 250 to place or something. But yeah. that, that got crunched with Carr first time. Yeah, it was the car market, yeah. wasn't it? Um, so my value comes this week, Flemington. So heading to headquarters, race six. And it's a three-year-old handicap over 1,100 metres. And I'm siding with Japery at 21 bucks and five bucks the place. So second up here um, since the summer. So just an even performance last start at Sandown. Caught in the ruck a little bit and hit the line well enough over the thousand. Gets out to the 1100 here. But the big thing that gets me on side with Japery Salts is loves the straight. And there's some horses that just love the straight and find a couple of lengths, and they're the ones that I want to be with at HQ in these in these particular on the over this track and trip. So, um, won this track and trip on Kensington Stakes Day and was allowed to bowl along in front. Um, then went to the English Dash, which was like which was a race for half a mil prize money. So. Yeah. Um, that's a far cry from this particular race Absolutely, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, but it was far from disgrace there. So 2.9 lengths off the winner um, there. So Talia Hope knows this horse pretty well. Um, rides at most starts, gets in with the 54 kilos. So 
um, yes, please. I'm going to play that one by three. Yeah, this this particular horse mugged me off something chronic last prep because too, it yeah. ran a storm first up with a big rating and then came to town a few times and raced without luck. It was getting caught wide quite often and and then when it got to Werribee in a weak race, it got caught wide and didn't win and didn't run even that well. Then it then it came to headquarters and it was a big price maybe 18 bucks or something and i jumped off it i thought well this thing's getting in the sea and then it came down the straight and, and bolted in and mugged me off something chronic so yeah horses for courses mate it is and this is such an open race like, oh, i looked at this and i was like in terms sheepers. of sheepers yeah in terms of betting like you've got a you've got river twain as your four dollar favorite and guess yeah. who jamie carr on board so oh, okay yeah um yeah happy to side there mate all right, well, I'll take over here. My two units best of the weekend, we're going to Murray Bridge, Muzza B. Muzza B. Race three at Muzza B for the three-year-old over benchmark, uh, a three-year-old benchmark 70, that is, over the 1,200 metres, star of Uma. Hang on a sec, I've got, I've got a little bit of, I've got a little bit of deja vu here. Is, yeah, is this, this a horse you've sided with before? Yeah, we, well, I backed it first up and it, for all money was going to go past great leveller, but it it just didn't level up and that thing got gutsy but the race rated quite highly and it was just fitness that gave out it loomed and then peaked and lost no admirers it jumped out very well prior and before the the spell that form around la mexicana in stakes grade um reads very very well for this so 1200 for me is a big tick it maps the lead here and dictate terms and with some weight relief and a position in run advantage over the danger echoes in eternity. I have it clear on top, and that that's the best bet in Australia this weekend. Saravuma Murray Bridge Race 3. Mate, and I'm that confident in your best bet this week that this is going to be our first ever living legend. Here it bet. is. Back so me in, mate. I've backed you in. Um, we're going to go with you this We're going to go with your best this week, and we're going to uh, chuck the 100 on Star of Uma at about $2.40, $2.30 there. Yep, hiss at home. Yeah, we'll see what price we get, and uh, hopefully we can. Uh, I want to send one of those novelty size checks. Though. I don't <laughs> sort of happy Gilmore I style. I don't want to. I don't. Yeah, put it in the back of the car. <laughs> I don't want to just do a BSB transfer. I want to roll out there with a novelty yeah. check of one hundred and thirty dollars. I get my weekly paycheck in a novelty check. I don't get it into my bank. I walk it into the bank on my shoulder, <laughs> yeah, like some sort of higher roller. Um, all right, my value this weekend back to HQ race seven, three year old handicap over two thousand meters. Playing two here, one of them. Needs a couple to come out to get a run. The other one will get a run. So I'll start with the first one, Our Lone Star. Drawn to effect this time. It drew wide last start. And I think it's going to settle several lengths closer than some of the dangers, that being Horrifying and Redwood Shadow, who will probably go back from wide alleys. It looked like he was weak on the line here last start over 700 metres, but he just went for home very, very early. And... When the sprint went on and, and when it actually matters, he left them standing. So I just thought it was a really well-timed ride because he hit the front so early. Travels so well in his races that I think with that turn of foot and that position in run advantage on those dangers, if, if the jock can just hold him up until that 300 metres and then unleash that turn of foot, I think he can put him away. And like I said, he, he's taken care of a couple of these that are in the market last start. And they've had a run since and, and not really been that impressive. So I think at the 850, again, he's the same price as what he was when he when he beat them last start. So I'm siding with the winner here, and I think our lone star goes up a couple of kilos in weight, but I think he chews up 2,000 metres, mate. So 
Yeah. He's the best value. There's a roughy, like a proper roughy in this race that I'm going to spec if it gets a run. And that's Gracie Bird. And she's 61 bucks to win and 17 bucks to place on top sport. So we're talking some uh, serious uh, T-bone steak meat on the bone here. <laughs> that is, that's as rough as we've had on the show. It, it is very rough. So could come last. Yeah. <laughs> but not like you look at it, CB. It's not a real winner. One from 11. Coming back to her own age here, though, after finding the line real well last start against the older horses, in not a bad race at Morphville in Metro Grade there. And Jolly doesn't bring him to Flemington for the Royal Melbourne show, mate. <laughs> He's not bringing this thing over to bloody That's right. go on a, a uh, Ferris wheel. Yeah. It's coming here for some prize money. And her last start rating was actually a big new peak. So when you see that, when it jumps in the ratings like that, you, they likely regress. But if by chance she happens to hold that and the way she hit the line 2000 yes big track yes then she's in the market so at, at that massive price the the apprentice is on down to 51 kilos but it's her regular rider so i can't and i'm not sure she has won any metro races in victoria but but these mate, SA these sa trainers salts they have a knack of coming to town sa form mate i oh, know it stands up it's it's very it's chronically underrated by the victoria markets yep now yeah. we see we see him come we see him come to Flemington often, particularly even in spring. And really, you if know, that gets a run and starts sixty one bucks, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was, oh I was my waiting God. for a cliffhanger. Yeah. No, uh, fair enough. Then I'm wrong because I reckon it will start shorter. Well, it's good enough for me. I'll uh, I'll dive in and have something on it there, Salts. But I think Star of Umar being the uh, first ever, the inaugural living legend bet. All right, we'll uh, be hissing that home and hopefully our listeners will too. Absolutely. Uh, Mate, that brings an end to our show today. Um, Listeners, please, uh, if you could leave us a review or shout out to us on Twitter or just give us some love, that'd be awesome. Uh, Five stars on Apple Podcasts coming our way. It'd be fantastic. Otherwise, punters, have an awesome weekend. Good luck on the punt. Hope we found your winner and we'll uh, catch you next week. Have a good one. All the best.